fifteen. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Two Fifteens, the podcast where hip hop, occupation, and identity collide. As we know, occupation includes meaningful activities that can equate to access and empowerment and this week is all about the woman mc yes i had the honor and opportunity to present at the association for the study of african-american life and history conference in montgomery alabama on september 30th for a panel now panels for this conference includes a set of researchers that have common studies or research to serve as the center of a discussion I presented with my accountability partner, Dr. Derek Standerfer, on the role of the woman MC within the black community. My paper, specifically and presentation, was titled Ain't I a Woman? The Evolution of the Woman MC and Her Role in Occupational Justice. Now, the purpose of this paper and presentation was to compare Sojourner Truth's speech, Ain't I a Woman, to the message of many women MCs and the fight for occupational justice, specifically through the voice of Rhapsody and the Eve studio album. And the methodology that I used was comparative analysis with a bit of anthology because I needed to interpret Rhapsody's lyrics on my own as well as looked into some research on the meaning but I had to use that anthology piece in order to compare to Truth's speech. Now the objectives of the paper and the presentation were to first define occupation and occupational justice because I'm at a history conference with many individuals who may believe that occupation is specifically work. So I defined what occupation and occupational justice was. I cruised through the evolution of hip hop as related to the woman MC. And I discussed the woman's impact on occupational justice as I reviewed Truth's Ain't I a Woman speech through the lens of Rhapsody's Eve album. I also discussed the woman's impact on society as it relates to acknowledgement. So first, making that statement, I am here. I am here. I need to be seen, which leads to access and over time gives us this increased sense of empowerment. Now, just a quick review. Ain't I a woman by Sojourner Truth was a speech that she gave at the Women's Convention in Akron, Ohio, back in 1851. And as an occupational scientist and therapist, I feel that Truth was acknowledging the need of occupational justice for women, which affects greater humanity. That's not all she was doing. But again, through through my perspective or from my perspective, as an occupational scientist, she truly was speaking on the need for um, or speaking out against occupational injustices for women. So just a reminder, occupation includes meaningful tasks, the doing, the things that we do every single day. So activities of daily living include dressing yourself, feeding yourself. Um, sex is included within activities of daily living as well. It's the things that we participate in every single day, day that are meaningful to us so that we can take care of ourselves. Now, instrumental activities of daily living include those activities that require a bit more sequencing. So in order to eat, we may cook. Now, cooking requires the planning for the meal, the gathering of the pots, the positioning of the pots, the safety awareness to turn on the stove or the oven or whatever um, heating mechanism you may use. You also have financial planning that's included as an um, IADL. And then we also have driving. So occupational injustice is defined as the right of every individual to meet their basic needs and have equal opportunities and the life chances to reach towards their potential specific to that individual's engagement in diverse 
underline and meaningful underline occupation and that's according to Wilcox and Townsend in 2009. Now there's something called bioethics which, which is the study of problems related to biology and, and medicine and as we know with people being brought from one place to another and forced into a situation or forced into labor there's an effect on overall well-being over time that can and has affected a group of people in terms of their occupation and in terms of how we navigate through society. But the woman MC has advocated for that acknowledgement for the woman, the black woman specifically, to give them access in the arena of hip hop, but at the same time speaking to other individuals within the hip hop community, which leads to that feeling of empowerment. Now, occupational justice believes that people can voice what structures are in place or not in place so that we can organize meaningful occupation for those individuals. And that's something that the Woman MC has done. And then each individual's life circumstance of occupational needs are different. And this needs to be acknowledged and honored. We shouldn't all be forced into one set of of what someone else has determined valuable activities. It should be acknowledged that if this culture has a specific amount uh, or a certain belief, a certain custom, which is embedded within their meaningful activities, that should be that should be acknowledged and that should be honored. Now, theories that were included within the presentation or the paper includes the socio-culture theory on identity because we are the sum of our lived experiences, which, which includes our social self, our mental self, as well as our emotional self. And then also grounded this research in feminist theory um, from margin to center, so specifically Bell Hooks' approach on feminism, which which then leads us to the womanist concept, because it's not just feminism, but it's also intersected with racism and sexism and classism. And so looking at um, the black woman from this womanist concept, because there's so many other variables that go into our everyday life, and that's pretty much the theory that the woman MC speaks from, in a way. So the the female MCs or the women MCs that I had the the honor to represent and present on include MC Shala Rock, the mother of the mic, um the plus one to um funky four plus one more. Now it may be seen as from my perspective, in my opinion, it may be seen that um she was highlighted at that as that plus one more, but when I hear funky four plus one more it's like she's not a part of that funky right so she's not a part of the majority she is the minority and so in terms of occupational injustice she's she's being lifted up in a way or depending on the individual she may have been outcasted but she's still a part of the group and that models what European society, or I would say the white gaze has um, has done for black people within America, and not just America, but the world. Anyway, I digress. From MC Shala Rock, I went to um, Roxanne Shante. <laughs> Roxanne Shante faced patriarchy in hip hop when her um, her win for a rap battle was sabotaged by Curtis Blow because he felt that hip hop was up and coming in a teenage girl should not be the face of hip-hop because we want to be taken seriously now 
Can we all take a moment and just imagine what hip hop would look like today if that didn't happen that day? Just take a moment. From Roxanne Shantae, I took it over to MC Light, who was the first female to drop a solo album. From there, I I mentioned um, Lady of Rage. I mentioned Yo-Yo, who advocated against misogyny within hip hop. She had her Black Intelligent Woman Coalition. She had her song, You Can't Play With My Yo-Yo, I'm Not a Hoe. So she's truly speaking out against the injustices within hip-hop and not just hip-hop but within their community right within our community i'm then taking it over to the west coast you have jj fad with the supersonic they were signed to easy's ruthless ruthless records um i mentioned lady of rage before she didn't necessarily drop um her solo album with death row but she is the first voice first voice that we hear on snoop's debut album the dog pound and there's a lot of first within this set of, of MCs that I'm mentioning. You have Salt and Pepper and Spinderella, the first female DJ, at least that was of prominence for us. You have the Brat later on down the line from Chicago um, with that, that G-Funk style, right? She was the first solo woman MC to go platinum. And then that takes us to Lauren Hill. Mama Lauren was the first female solo MC to go diamond and I can keep going on and on because I spoke about Missy Elliott I spoke about Rod Digger I spoke about Remy Ma I spoke about Queen Latifah and Moni Love with the ladies first I talk about um your 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 first ladies of these these camps so Gangsta Boo, 3-6 Mafia, Mia X, No Limit, Lil' Kim, Bad Boy by way of Junior Mafia. You have Trina, Slip and Slide Records. You have Missy Elliott with Timbaland. And then, you know, you have Foxy Brown who helped push women or acts such as Nicki Minaj and, and Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and so on and so on. And so those are a few of the women that I had an opportunity to discuss. But I was also speaking to how within the black community, they have helped to instill a sense of accomplishment because for um, a black woman within the community to witness someone similar to you becoming the first within an arena is witnessing transformation. And so you start to see from your role in the occupations that you participate in each day that I can be the first in an area as well. And there you have that empowerment piece. So ain't I a woman? Why did I decide to compare truth speech to Rhapsody's Eve album? Because within truth speech, she says, if the first woman God ever made was strong enough to turn the world upside down all alone, these women together ought to be able to turn it back and get it right side up again. So that first woman that she was mentioning or speaking of was Eve. Hence, bringing in the Eve album by Rhapsody and not to mention she is my favorite my favorite MC of all time now those that know me know that I love Big Crit and what he has to offer is because he reminds me of a country cousin because I am country from Tallahassee by way of Pelham Georgia so listening to Crit I can relate to a good amount of what he says but it's still from the male perspective when it comes to Eve everything she drops especially in her song Sassy that's not on the Eve album is it's like that 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 girl cousin that you want to just hang out with and she's a tomboy just like you and so it's not just because of that reason but it's also because she has an album specifically dedicated to 
historical figures or modern day contributors that are women. So the album that dropped August 23rd of 2019, I am utilizing to highlight sets of lyrics from her songs to speak to occupational justice and injustices of women juxtaposed to lines and truth speech. Now, if you don't know about the Eve album um, by Rhapsody, each song is again named after an historical figure or a modern day contributor that is a woman so you have nina simone you have cleo some people may think cleopatra no she's talking about cleo from set it off who has hugely contributed to hip-hop culture black culture period she had Aaliyah, she has oprah she has Whoopi, she has serena williams tyra banks maya angelou iptahaj muhammad who was the first woman to wear in hijab or compete in a hijab um, within the olympics and she actually won a bronze medal in fencing. We have Mary Lee Eggers. We have Michelle Obama, Amon Hatshepsut, Sojourner Truth herself, and Afini Shakur. I'm just going to go through a few lines of the the speech in comparison to Rhapsody's lyrics. All right. So the title of this section of the paper is Sojourner's Truth Through the Lens of Eve, which I thought was pretty dope. So first, truth. Well, children. Where there is so much racket there must be something out of kilter. I think that twixt the Negroes of the South and the women at the North all talking about rights, the white men will be in a fix pretty soon. Now, Rhapsody comes in from her song, Nina, which is the first um, song on the on the album. Henry Louis Gates, when I caught my... When I caught my new estate, make some room for myself. I'm in a way different mental place. Now... With truth, that was the introduction of her speech. And she's informing the audience of her presence verbally because they can see her. But when she stands up and she speaks, she has to give this introduction before she just go right in, right? Then Rhapsody continues with that notion by by stating that she's making room for herself. And that's exactly what truth did. And in making room for herself, she was in a way different mental place, which Sojourner had to be in as well in order to arrive and take that opportunity to speak in front of women that didn't necessarily accept her moving on truth then said but what's all this here talking about that man over there says that women need to be helped into carriages and lifted over ditches and to have the best place everywhere a rhapsody and cleo states wonder how a bunch of sheep can have opinions on a goat greatest of all time we are on the same continent and off the same Boat. Now, I believe that truth is acknowledging what men have stated or thought over time in regard to women. And Rhapsody is stating that those who have opinions of me are not on my level. Additionally, how can you oppress me, then have opinions of me when we are in this same place, the Western world, and we arrive here the same way, all on a boat? So what are you what are you really saying? So both of these individuals are speaking on what someone else is saying, but how it's not, it's not really valid. Moving on, truth states, nobody ever helps me into carriages or over mud puddles or gives me any best place. The weight that I carry over summers, I'm never frail. Rhapsody says, now they say I ain't elite. On to the next. Don't take time to address opinions that ain't ninth. My producer, Dre, well known in, in hip hop or Jay. Z because she's a part of Rock Nation and this is also in Cleo. Now Truth is speaking on what Bell Hooks presented in her Ain't I Woman text. Black women who were enslaved were made masculine with the sign occupations of labor in the fields, being treated as breeders, 
having to serve as house servants and being used for sexual exploitation. However, still mentioning that even in all of this, she's still strong, which to me reflects a good amount of black women today. Now, Rhapsody presented with a reshaped elitist mindset. Like, okay, I'm doing all of these things like truth mentioned, and she's going to continue to mention that. And you trying to say I'm not elite? I am elite. And she goes on to mention the only opinion that matters are those that are actually helping her. Truth now. And ain't I a woman? Look at me. Rhapsody and Aaliyah. More than a woman, real enough to rock the boat. I don't fit the status quo. Blow their mind like Maceo. Now, Truth is asking the apparent question, are we not the same? Am I not equivalent to you? And Rhapsody reshapes Truth question to a statement indicating that she is more than a woman, period, with a T. Shout out to the city girls. Rhapsody also pays homage to Aaliyah, Maceo, and I believe that this could be either a member in James Brown's band because at the end of She Looks All Type of Good, which is a song, he's saying, blow Maceo, blow. So with Rhapsody saying, blow their mind like what? Like Maceo, I believe that she's paying homage to Maceo, a member in James Brown's band, or she could also be paying homage to Maceo from De La Soul. The next line in Truth Speech, look at my arm. I have plowed and planted and gathered into barns and no man could head me. Rhapsody, I'm a master. Y'all should give me honorary masters. Rapper worth the green just like the masters, the new slave talking like he got a master, screaming free thought. All the greatest legend behind bars ain't really talk. Everything I say is everything I really walk. Got it for free, though if it wasn't what I really bought. So true here is talking about her achievement within her forced occupation of field labor, which is an occupational injustice. Now Rhapsody reframes her achievement by stating like Oprah, you should give me an honorary master's because this track that um, this set of lyrics came from or borrowed from is from the track Oprah. Now she goes on to speak of other rappers with bars or lyrics that could not head her own. So just like in, in truths, um, in the truth line, she said, and no man can head me. Rhapsody saying the same thing. She's saying that y'all don't really have depth or substance to what you're saying. Everything I say is everything. Like my stuff has substance. I can back it up. And even though I got it for free, it's not really what I wanted, but it's what I have chosen to do. And that's also speaking to an occupational injustice that you can actually turn into justice by by making that self-proclaimed um, statement of creating meaning. The next line in truth speech and ain't I a woman? She says it again. Ain't I a woman? I have born 13 children and seen most all sold off to slavery. And when I cried out with my mother's grief, none but Jesus heard me. Effortless bars by truth because it rhymes. Now Rhapsody goes on to say rib of my rib. Do you still feel us in you? Which I think is so deep. And then she borrows from Tupac's keep your head up and samples his voice in with now since we all came from a woman got our names from a woman and our game from a woman i wonder why we take from our women why we rape our women do we hate our women and this is from the track of feeny so both women are speaking on the injustices of the group that they belong to now truth is explaining her plight as an enslaved woman ending the statement with none but jesus heard me 
So as a black woman, I've had these children and I've seen most of them sold, sold off into slavery. And when I cried out, no man or woman heard me, right? The only person that heard me was Jesus. Now Rhapsody presented men with the question, can you still feel us in you? Can you feel the pain that we go through? go through and I aligned this set of lyrics because truth is actually speaking out on her pain and then she used the sentiments of philosopher Tupac with you know basically telling the women that are listening keep your head up keep your head up and with this next line truth ask again it ain't our woman then they talk about this thing here in the head what's it called what y'all call it and somebody in the audience says intellect so join the truth affirms them and says that's it honey What's that got to do with women's rights or Negro rights? Rhapsody. Strong-minded. I should bench mate way more than I weigh. Women been leading the way since Roxanne Shantae. And MC should electrify, beautify, strive to empower, inspire, transform a world view. Now here, truth is mentioning representation or the lack thereof, which, which equates to a lack of acknowledgement and access. And Rhapsody is stating that now... I have the intellect and I'm on top as a woman and I have exhibited leadership since the beginning, as she mentions Roxanne Shantae as an early pioneer of rap. Now, the name of the song that I borrowed the lyrics from is um, titled Ibtahaj and Ibtahaj Muhammad again was the first Muslim woman to wear hijab while representing the United States in the Olympics where she won a bronze medal for fencing. Truth. If the first woman God ever made was strong enough to turn the world upside down all alone, these women together ought to be able to turn it back and get it right side up again. Now, Rhapsody is saying in her song, Mary Lee, because I'm a Mary Black, a hard truth. Think about the widows. That could be us, too. Now, both Truth and Rhapsody are referencing the action and influence of women in general. Now, Rhapsody honored women with the album. Hence the name Eve. Now, this Merrily track, she's dedicated to Merrily Evers Williams, the widow of Mecca Evers, who advocated for the abolishment of Jim Crow laws before he was assassinated. But if we can think about other widowers like Coretta Scott King and Betty Shabazz, who are among those famously known for becoming widowers to powerful men, but they went on to help establish some form of of further rights for the evolution of meaningful lives for black people in America truth. And now they are saying that they want to do it. Meaning now the women are saying that they want to do it and men better let them obliged to you for hearing me. And now also John ain't got nothing left to say. And I decided to use the tracks of Joanna by Rhapsody and um, an aspect of the chorus that says, I swam for miles only to realize the current is fighting against me and I'm so tired. I'm floating now. From here on out, I got to realize the power of learning to let go and just let God enjoy the ride. So with, with Mama Sojourner saying, these women are asking for these things, I am a woman. So men better let us do it. Women better accept who I am. Thank y'all for hearing me. I ain't got nothing else to say. So to me, that's like her saying her amen or her, her a woman or the ashe. And I lined it again with this set of lyrics from the ode that was dedicated to her. Because it's like, 
I've been doing this for so long and I've been um, operating within this system of occupational injustices for a while and I'm tired of fighting. So I'm about to float now. I, I did my, I did my piece. I came here and I told y'all people what I felt. Right. Um, but I'm also learning that I need to let go and just let God and see what happens. So in summary, the, the paper, the research and the presentation, just spoke about black women and how black women have resisted since the start of this nation. And that resistance caused injustices to meaningful occupation. Now the women in the woman MC has spoken out against these injustices through the occupation of rap by advocating on the behalf of their gender identities. Now truth through the lens of Eve by Rhapsody serves as a modern correlation of how the woman MC bears the position of a historical figure against the fight of occupational injustices within the black community and beyond. So that was what the paper is about. That is what the presentation is about. I want to continue this work and comparing historical figures to how we have evolved within hip hop culture because it is, is it is a huge aspect of our identity and 215s is all about amplifying where hip hop occupation and identity collide. I want to thank y'all for listening. Thank you for joining. I want you to ponder this question until the next episode. How has the woman MC's evolution made an impact on your life and how you participate in meaningful activities if our hearts and minds are clear i'll see y'all next time peace and blessings love and light